We live in interesting times. Uh, just even everything we've been going through this morning to make sure we are connected. It is hard to stay connected. Uh, it is uh, times that are throwing us into all sorts of confusion and worry. I was thinking recently of probably the one time in my life when I went deep sea fishing. Uh, and I went out with a friend of mine who had a boat. This is about 30 years ago. And you'll soon realize why this was the one time I went deep sea fishing. Uh, about 30 years ago, um, I went out with this friend on his boat. And boy, it was fun. We were going along and everything was fine. We started fishing. We fished and things were going good. And all of a sudden, he said, we need to go. And we started racing back to shore in the midst of waves, and then soon wind, and then soon rain. I have to tell you, it felt good when we got back to solid ground again. I can remember getting off that rocky trip and getting to ground and thinking, this feels right. It's ground I had stepped on many times before, but it had felt very different in that moment. Maybe you're like me at times like this, looking for solid ground. There we were just a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, sailing through life into our routines. And then all of a sudden, we find ourselves in crisis. We find ourselves in trouble. All of this touching our life, even when we are not out on deep sea. And we realize once again, like we've realized so many times in our life, that on our own there is no refuge from life's challenges. But thankfully, we come together with good news this morning. This is why we worship together. To remember that good news we have because we are not on our own. As Peter reminds us, we have a living hope, imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept for us, for each of us. It is literally the promise of spring that, again, as I mentioned, if you missed it, just started. And in the midst of what we're going through now, the normalcy of life might seem far away. Spring feels strange this year. It's hard to even remember winter. But if you think about the winters of your past, those winters that were really bad, it's hard in the midst of those difficult winters to think about spring to come. But remember, spring may be filled with beauty and freshness, but it is during the cold winters that we are reminded about the power of hope in our life. It's in the midst of those winters when we really need to hold on to hope, to believe that the flowers will bloom, to believe that we will make it through no matter how deep that winter might feel. That's a reminder that during the challenging times of life, 
We need the power of hope to move us forward. And I have to tell you, I have to remind you that hope is not optimism. Hope is the place you go when optimism has failed us. When people are fearful, when times are bad, optimism is on vacation. That's when things are cleared out for hope to come close by. In our world filled with information, filled with data, filled with news, with us being so analytical, hope sometimes can seem unfounded. But it is what we hold on to when all else fails. It is the solid ground from which the bloom of our faith flowers. It is a reminder for us as we hear from Peter that through all we go through today, through all the challenges of our lives, we are protected by the power of God through faith. We have that grounding. As William Barclay wrote, even if we are at our wit's end, we are never at hope's end. Even if we are persecuted by people, we are never abandoned by God. Even if we are knocked down by life, we are not knocked out because we have good news. We might suffer various trials, as Peter wrote, but even though we do not feel it now, we believe in the goodness of creation. And we rejoice with indescribable and glorious joy. Do you feel like rejoicing today? I hope you do, because that's why you've come to worship. Because that's what worship is about, a time of rejoicing in things that are within us. Independent of the circumstances we might find ourselves in, that's true whether we're in the midst of a coronavirus or that's true whether we're in the midst of any challenge we face in our life. That opportunity to rejoice is always with us because we have a hope that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven just for you. We need to remember that at times like this. That joy and hope flowers from the inside. Flowers from the foundation of our faith, from that grounding in our faith. You think about the scriptures, you think about this time as Lent, as we move toward Easter, through to, the, to, to Holy Thursday, Good Friday and Easter. And you think about the disciples, they were often filled with fear and confusion throughout their time with Jesus. Especially when we began to talk about how he wasn't going to be around much longer. When he, when God present on earth, was going to feel separate from them. As they dealt with that uncertainty, Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Now we might join them in thinking at times in our life, no thanks for that advice. The way I feel now, that's hard to hold on to. That's easier said than done, if that's all he said. But he left them with something, didn't he? It wasn't a, a, a magic wand. It wasn't a good luck charm. 
After saying, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid, he didn't just say, good luck. He said, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. What Jesus had to leave with his disciples and with us is an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading. It is priceless. It is a peace that does not come from outside of us. It comes from within. It's a peace that can only come from that Holy Spirit that we breathe in with every breath we take. The living presence of God passed from Jesus to each of us. We need that peace today. We need to feel that peace today. I remember a story once I, 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 I heard about this minister who was asking the children during one of Sunday service during the children's message, um, now where do we find God? And as always, as sometimes happens in children's messages, the children kind of looked around uh, and then all of a sudden, one little boy raised his hand and the little boy said, I think we find God in the bathroom because uh, uh, every morning I see my father waiting outside the bathroom door yelling, God, how long are you going to be in there? When faced with uh, challenges, the issue is not where is God? That's what we might feel sometimes. Where is God? That's not the issue, though. The issue for us is whether we can find the hope and possibilities God puts before us, even in times of challenge. Because my faith tells me that God is everywhere, even in the bathroom. God is everywhere and always for us especially in the midst of these times we go through today. And it's up to us to feel God's strength and light alive within us, allowing that love and hope of God to pour out from us. We need one another to help that. We need to find times to center ourselves, to connect. This is why we need each other as the church like Peter said, we prepare ourselves for action, we discipline ourselves for the journey, but our hope isn't in our infallibility. We will feel what we feel, we will struggle as we struggle. But that's why our hope isn't resting only on us. Our hope is set on the grace of God that we know best for us in Jesus. And thank God for that. Because each of you who are here today through the live stream, you are the church called to be the body of Christ to this community. It's not the building. It's not even us being present in the building. That matters. What matters is that you are the church today. That you are the body of Christ today. In the midst of, of changing and challenging times, we have been given this power to be people of life. Going boldly into the future. 
with courage and strength. Knowing that we move with the love of God alive within us. Sometimes things will go smoothly. Other times there will be challenges and difficulties. But the church excels by how we journey through those times together. Together with our God and together with one another. By how each of us offers our prayers, our presence, our witness, our gifts, and our service. Not just within the church, but in our everyday lives. So I hope, as I've shared in emails, that you will think about what that means for you in the midst of these times. How you share your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your witness, your service. Isaiah reminds us, as Alyssa read earlier, each one helps the other, saying to one another, take courage. There's nothing else you do. Is there someone you can say to this week, take courage. Hold on to your faith. Wesley called, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, called a Methodist a Christian not in name only, but in heart and life, renewed inwardly and outwardly in the image of God. As the church, you are the heart and hands of God for each other and for others and for yourself. Through whatever storms or challenges or difficulties we face, God can direct our lives, receive the gift of the good news of hope and love and peace offered to you today and offered to us, all of us, every day. The courage we so often seek is simply fear conquered by love. The courage we, I think someone said this, I don't, this is not my line, the courage we so often seek is fear conquered by love. There's no way of getting around the struggles of life. They're going to be here, they're going to be there. But as Isaiah says, do not fear, God is with you. God will strengthen you, God will help you, God will uphold you. I love that word. Do you need to feel upheld today? That's the promise of the prophet Isaiah. God will uphold you. And through it all, we can know and trust in that love from God within us. Someday our tears will be wiped away. Our struggle, this, this struggle will be behind us. But even in the midst of us, of it, we can find hope. Hope even in the hard times. Hold on to that hope. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to that love. Because you have a God that holds on to you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of bringing us together in this way this morning. If anyone watching today or everyone who hears this sermon later 
If anyone's feeling an especially strong burden or heartache, struggle, allow them to know they are not alone. Allow them to hear you whisper their name. Allow them to feel your everlasting and ever-loving arms holding on to them. Give them peace, a peace that passes all understanding, that does not make sense. That's what Jesus offered us, a peace that might not make sense in the midst of the world we live in. Help us, God, to feel that peace, to know it was, is for us, that God has placed it in our hearts, We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And now let's uh, sing together on, uh, in your PDF. You would have got just a closer walk with thee. Let's uh, join in singing that together.